Okay, Parshat Chaye Sarah is dedicated this week by Shlomo and Ilana Simkin. Uh, I haven't seen Shlomo in a long time, and I'm happy to hear from him. In memory of Lorraine Rosen, Liba Chana, Bat Rivka, and Chaim, the beloved grandmother of our daughter-in-law, Shani Rosen. Shani Rosen, thank you for, for your concern. Shlomo and Ilana Simkin. I haven't uh, been able to give the shear every week. And so I thought that it would be uh, good if we were able to kind of see if the if the Chumash has some sort of order, has a purpose, or whether it's just a collection of stories. The stories are very important, of course. And the parshanut, the exegesis on the stories, make them even more important. But is there some kind of purpose? Now, we know that the Ramban, who was probably the first who said that the book of Breshit is Bria, is creation. Uh, creation of what? After all, there's no doubt that the world was created in the seven days of creation. Sometimes, you know, you say things, I would admit quietly to myself that I don't really know what that might mean. But I know that that's what the Torah is pushing me towards. Seven days of creation and then Shabbat. Well, the end of the seven days of creation is is Shabbat. But the Ramban has a different idea. For the Ramban, in order that the world should have a raison d'etre, in order that the world should be able to be the kind of world that God intended, there has to be the creation of the repository of Torah and promises of a very of various so in other words, it's important, it's necessary, it must be it must be that the Torah teaches us what God wanted when the world was created. What did God want when the world was created? So Abraham appears in four parshiot, three parshiot. Lech Lecha, Vayera, Chaye Sarah. Lech Lecha, Vayera, Chaye Sarah. All the stories about Avram Avinu are in those three parshiot. And the question is, do those stories kind of mesh together to anything? When the Ramban said, when the Ramban said that the world, the created world, had to be created for a purpose, 
There had to be some reason, some rationale. So it would seem that the purpose, the rationale, the reason that the world was created was in order that there should be a reason for that world to continue to exist, and that reason would have to be the nation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu proved of, the nation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu presented to us as the bearer of the burden of creation. And the bearer of the burden of creation was, of course, Am Yisrael. The Jewish people, they bear the burden of creation. The burden of creation is, here's the Torah, choose correctly, choose wisely. It's possible to make a mistake and to not deny your obligation every step of the way, but you, the children of Avraham, you're not going to let that happen. And that's what the Ramban means when he says that the book of Breshit, the entire book of Breshit, could also be called the book of creation. Because creation, the word creation, does not just refer to the seven days of creation, but refers to the fact that Avraham was the leader of the... I'll speak to you tomorrow morning. Is that good? Tomorrow morning? Right up. Also, thank you. Avraham was the leader of the family that eventually became acceptable in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch as the appropriate family to begin the world. So there's another kind of creation. There's the creation of the seven days of creation, and then there's the longer creation, the creation of a people, the creation of a nation, the creation of a group that understood its responsibilities and that began with Avraham Avinu, our father, our father Avraham. The first parasha is called Lech Lecha. First parasha is called Lech Lecha, and the parasha of Lech Lecha says to Avraham Avinu, the relationship between God and Avraham is called a mitzvah. It's called a mitzvah. The first thing that Hashem says to Avraham is, Lech Lecha, go for your good. Go, because that's what you are there for. Lech Lecha. Avraham, is introduced to God through the mitzvah. The relationship is clear 
the relationship is clear. In the parasha of Chaye Sarah, in the parasha of Chaye Sarah, this week's parasha, there are two great stories. The first is the story of the burial of Sarah. Chaye Sarah, summarizing the life of Sarah what Sarah did, what she was, who she acted on, out on, who she found favor in their eyes. Sarah was a complex personality. But the Torah is not telling us in this week's parasha about the complexity of her of her. Uh, of her positions, the Torah is telling us, the Torah is telling us that Avraham was careful. Avraham was concerned. Avraham buried his wife in the most honorable of manners. That's the first part of the, of the book of, of the Parsha of, of Chaye Sarah. The second part of the parish of Chaye Sarah is about finding a shidduch for Yitzchak. Shidduch, you know what a shidduch is. Finding a wife for Yitzchak. Finding a wife for Yitzchak was not so easy because Avram knew very well that the people in Canaan, the people in the land that was designated as the property that he was going to receive from HaKadosh Baruch the people who occupied that land, the people who lived in that land, were unacceptable. And therefore, the story is told about how Avram had to send his servant back to the place from which he came to find an appropriate, to find an appropriate shidduch. For his son Yitzchak, and we know that Yitzchak was very special. Yitzchak was willing to follow Avraham, our father, follow him, even if it meant suicide, his own suicide. So Yitzchak was special. So we have in this parasha, this parasha called Chaye Sarah, we have two stories. One about the espate that Avram Avinu gave for his wife, for the Maratha Machpela, for the place that Avram Avinu bought in order to bury his wife with great honor and great uh, seriousness. And so you might say, you might say that the parasha, our parasha, teaches us, our parasha teaches us that Avram Avinu was very concerned about the past and very concerned about the future. When I say that Avram Avinu was very concerned about the past, I mean he wanted people to remember that past. He wanted everybody to be able to point their finger 
at the place that Sarah Imenu is buried. He wanted them to be reminded of the role that she played in creating the, the family of Avram Avinu. He wanted, he, Avraham, wanted everybody to remember that she, that she, uh, Sarah Imenu, was a unique personality. And in order to get that remembering, he bought her a very unique grave. And into that unique grave, ultimately, were various great personalities who made Am Yisrael. They were always there. They were kind of there to be looked at, to be understood, to be studied. That was Sarah. She was a unique person. And Avram Avina wanted everybody to know that she was a unique person. And that every time you went by Hebron, you'd be able to look up and say, Sarah Imenu, there's our mother who taught, taught us what she taught us. And we remember it very well. Yitzchak needed a shidduch, as we say. And Avraham went to great lengths to get him a shidduch. Because it was clear, it was clear to everybody that Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu knew that the, if the shidduch would draw Yitzchak closer to the people of Canaan, that would be a tragedy. But if the Shidduch would separate Yitzchak from the uh, the people of Canaan, that would be the desired the desired result. And so Avram Avinu goes to this great length in order to get a Shidduch an appropriate shidduch for Yitzhak, our father. So we see that in the parsha of Chayesara, the last of the parashiyot of the last of the parashiyot of Avraham Avinu, we see interestingly who Avraham Avinu is, who the education, what the education of Avraham Avinu produced, and what it produced was a kind of simple. On the one hand, great respect for the past. The stories are important because they teach us how to be. And that's the past. That's what Avram Avinu wanted when he bought the Maratha Machpelah, the burial place for his wife Sarah, in order that everybody should recognize who she was and what she did, right? What she was and what she did. Furthermore, Avraham Avinu accepted the responsibility of education, of the future. He knew that even though Yitzchak had proven himself 
as a religious personality, as a person who was willing and able to accept the dictates of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He had proven this already, Akedat Yitzchak. Nevertheless, nevertheless, life is full of perceived and sometimes unknown danger. And so Avram Avinu knew that even Yitzchak suffering from the wrong shidduch, from not being able to, even though Yitzchak, if he was not able to He was not able to raise the kind of family that he would be, that he should be able to raise. And that's reflected in the beginning of next week's parasha. And when uh, Yitzchak and Rivka have trouble conceiving, somehow it still hasn't worked out. Even though Avram Avinu did what he did, and even though the Shidduch was special and brought to him. Nevertheless, having children was still a problem. And you could imagine when you say having children is a problem, what you mean is, what you mean is that, that you haven't got the future insured. The future is not clear. And therefore Yitzhak and Rivka could not have children until they could have children. But there was a, a there was a difficulty. There was a difficulty, and that difficulty was in spite of the fact that uh, Avram Avinu arranged the Shidduch. It was in spite of the fact that the education of Avram Avinu for his son Yitzchak was about the past and about the future the past and the future being the if we look at one or two other uh, sukim about about Sarah who's buried at the beginning of this parsha by Yom HaShem al-Abraham. HaShem speaks to Abraham. Lama zetzachaka Sarah lemar. Why was it that Sarah laughed? She laughed because she didn't really believe that the person her age and her husband's age could have children. Is it possible that I will have a child? I'm old. Old women don't have children. So Rashi Rashi says Vanisa Kanti. Rashi points out Shina Katu 
mipnei ha-shalom. The, the Torah changed what she said in order to promote peace. Sharehi amra. After all, she said, Vadoniza came. She said, my master, her husband in this case, is old. She didn't say Vaniza Kanti. She said, he is old. And so, Ha'ipalei me'ashem davar. Ha'ipalei me'ashem davar. Is there something that God cannot do? I guess, in spite of the fact that there may be different opinions, but the Pesach says, Ha'ipalei me'ashem davar. Is there something that God cannot do? Is there something in Teva, in the natural law, of the created world that God cannot change. I will come back to you at the same time as next next year at this time. And Sarah disagreed. Lo tzachakti, I didn't laugh. Ki I was just afraid. Vayomer lo ki tzachakt. So here is, here is Sarah. She's not at peace with what she did. And she's still thinking that she can get away with it, so to speak. And the the angels, the people, got up by Ashkifu al Stom, and they looked out over Sodom. Abraham olechimam lishalcham by Ashkifu al Sodom. Rashi, see the Rashi at the bottom. Kol hashkafa shabamikra l'ra'a. The word hashkafa is always used to look down on something in the Torah. Lira'ah. Chutz, except for the one example, Ashkifa mima'on kochicha. Look down from your sacred place. Right? Shegadol koach matanot aniyim she'ofech midat rogez l'rachamim. Great. And it was that Posuk. The Posuk says, Ashkifo mi ba'on kotshicha, shegadol koach matnot aniyim, there's a great power to, uh, to tztaka, shofeich midat roges l'rachamim, that changes our anger to, to mercy. 
Abraham and Abraham went with them Lishalcham, I guess to make sure that they would leave. Rashi says Lilivotam. Kisavur Orchim Haim. Kisavur Orchim Haim. They are, he thought that they were guests. And that's what you do with the guests. You help him get to where he goes. But the main thing in this, in these several psukim, many of these several psukim, is Sarah having to kind of clarify to for herself what God's relationship to God's own message. She just laughed, you know, out of kind of almost like disbelief at first. You know, if you if you see something that you just can't believe, if you saw, I don't know, a Pegasus, you know, a flying horse uh, and, you know, all of a sudden uh, you're witnessing it, you might laugh just to think because you're kind of in disbelief. So do you see what I'm saying where you're it's just kind of a natural reaction? Well, there's something, something to learn. Uh, I mean, God created the world. God created the world in a certain way. So does it make sense to say that God would uncreate the world for some other purpose? But that's not an easy question to answer. And Sarah apparently had difficulty with it, with that question. Not so much could God do it, but is that part of the deal? Is that part of the deal of creation that God said, this is the way it's going to be and it's never going to change? Or God said, no, it could change. And that's what the Pasuk says. Pasuk Yudalad Ayipalei Me'ashem Davar. Ayipalei Me'ashem Davar. Is there anything that God is limited in doing because he created the world in a certain way? And so the Pasuk says Ayipalei Me'ashem Davar means is there something that God is limited about? La Moed, in the same time of the year, Ashuv Elecha Kait Chaya Ulisarah Ben. In other words, this is, this is a lesson. This is something that we learn. This is something that Sarah led us in learning. And even though I'm not sure exactly what the Torah wants us, what the Torah wants us to know or what the Torah wants us to say, nevertheless, Nevertheless, it says in the Pasuk, it says in the, in the Pasuk, is there something that God is not able to do? Meaning, as I said before, meaning that when God created the world, it was created in a certain way. 
That way is usually called, we call that Teva. Teva. The natural way. The natural way. Okay? Now, in the next uh, chapter, Kavalev, this idea is continued. Vashem Pakadet God remembered Sarah as he said he would. Vayaz Hashem and God did to Sarah as God expressed. And Sarah had a son when his, his, her husband was old. The, the exact time that God had designated and I explained that Abraham naming naming is very important, especially for people who have who are permanently entrenched in our memories. And he circumcised, Abraham circumcised his son Yitzchak, Ben Shmonat Yamin, which is the way the Torah wanted, wanted it to be. Shmonat Yamin. As God had commanded him. We have another, another, again, the idea that children are born incomplete. It's something that, uh, that has to be added on or subtracted. Abraham ben Matshana, behivaled lo et Yitzchak beno. Abraham was a hundred when Yitzchak was born. Vatomes Sarah, and Sarah again says, "Shchokas ali Elokim, kol hashomei Yitzchak." Now she believes it. She believes that this is going to happen. But she has another problem. She says, why would God want to make uh, uh, a, a, a laughing stock of me? Everybody who hears about me having a baby will laugh. That's what she said. People will say, you say Mimi Lel Abraham Enigabanim Sarah. Basuk Basukhet Aigdal Hayelet Vaigamal and the child grew and uh, was weaned away from his mother's milk. And Abraham made this big party the day that Yitzchak was weaned from his mother's milk. Okay, and then, you know, from this pasuk, the, the difficulty with Hagar 
and Yishmael and Yitzchak, that difficulty So in these psukim that we just read, we have actually Sarah as a central personality in the kind of philosophical investigation, even though we associate philosophy with Avram Avinu. But somehow she also didn't understand whether God had, whether God is going to uh, change the teva which was itself a divine divinely installed in the world or whether god would accept somehow the limitation of not changing the teva that's how she saw i mean it didn't matter so much how the child would be born i mean the child if god promised a child there would be a child but what about this idea what about this uh, this this idea that Batomer Sarah Basukva Sali Elokim Everybody who hears what has happened to me will will laugh. Batomer Mimi Sarah. It's just so odd, Sarah says. It's it's so odd. It 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 doesn't make sense. It's hard to explain. It doesn't fit into our notion of teva of na of nature. The last Rashi. Yes, Abraham, Mishtegadol, Mishtegadol, Rashi says, Shayusham Gedolei Ador, Mishte, a party, Gadol, for Gedolim, for the great ones. Shayusham Gedolei Ador, Shem, Ve'ever, Ve'avimelech. Finally, Ishmael was mitzachek. He was laughing. Lashon, acher lashon. Slicha, lashon avodazara. He was an idolater. Kamoshen emar vayakumu litzachek. So Ishmael was an idolater because you see the. The person who thinks, the person who thinks that the world is locked into the way of God, the way of creation, and nothing can change, which is what Sarah taught us. Sarah taught us that things can change, even if they seem to contradict the way God created the world. 
that seeming contradiction could be put away. And that was Sarah. That was Sarah Imenu that Abba Bavinu wanted everybody to remember. And he came to the Maratha Machpela to explain to everybody who Sarah was. And Sarah was the was the one who who had the same questions that Avra might have had. And so we see, we say, I think that after the creation of the world, the destruction of the world and the and the flood. the reconstitution of a proper world under the leadership of Avram Avinu and his descendants, his descendants also here, the people who brought the message home of Avram Avinu included Sarah. She was also involved in that message. So the Parsha Chayi Sarah mentioned it one more time. Parsha Chayi Sarah has two major stories in it. One, the burial of Sarah Imenu, and the other, the Shidduch that was found for Yitzchak. This is the ultimate concern that Abraham had after a long life. Right? He wanted people to know who Sarah was and how they were indebted to her ideologically. Uh, in terms of the idea, they were indebted to her. And secondly, they wanted to. he wanted everybody to know that the concern of the, about the future is ours. We are responsible for the future. And that future is called that future is called Shidduch. Uh, that's the future. You know, who a person marries and the kind of home they can build. Okay. All the best. Be well. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Thank Have you. A- Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi.